0: From Netflix to Spotify to buying physical products online, our consumer and digital experiences are increasingly personalised and tailored to our needs. But what about the employee experience? Is it time for the workplace to be personalised just as much as at home? Let's find out. Welcome to Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom. I'm Natal Dank.
1: And I'm Tom Park
0: and we explore the latest hot topics and business challenges impacting the people side of organizations. Stick around to the end for our practical top tip, and if you find this discussion valuable, please subscribe. Okay, Tom, so we've talked a lot about the need for personalization in the workplace, but we haven't actually dedicated a discussion to the topic itself, so I thought we should do that today. Let's start by defining what personalization is. What does this mean to you, and what does it sort of what does it mean in the workplace itself?
1: I always say, are you willing and able to take the individual wishes, needs, capabilities of people into account? That's for me the essence of personalization
0: okay, so needs and uh, did you say preferences?
1: Yeah, preferences and, and capabilities and what can people do.
0: Okay, and so do you have some examples where you can bring that to life for us just so people can understand? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think sometimes people, oh, does that mean you've got to create, you know, something for every individual? What What is sort of, what does it actually look like uh, in the workplace in a practical way?
1: Yeah, and I think upfront it's important to make a distinction between customization and personalization. Basically, personalization is you use data you gather of people. You use the data to tailor your offering, more or less, maybe not automatically, but you use the data. Customization is easier. There you ask people what they want. And often that's easier. You just ask people, what do you want, A or B? And then if they say B, you choose B. That's the first distinction. So customization examples, for example, are are easy. Like, hey, do you want a video interview or do you want a live interview? Yeah, okay. So when do you want your interview or with whom do you want your interview? Or are you in a hurry? Do you want a fast recruitment process or maybe a more relaxed one? So that's customization. Personalization is, for example, you measure my personality. So you have done a personality test. Mm-hmm. And then you use that data to say, well, with your personality, these type of, of jobs fit with you. So you only offer me the type of jobs that fit with my personality and maybe also my capabilities. Yeah. For example, some of the job sites can do that and are doing that. They don't give you everything. They say mm-hmm. we tailor it to what fits it with your personality. But it might also be what fits with your preferences, LinkedIn Mm. is doing that all the time. You're looking at articles and they build up knowledge about in what type of subject are you interested. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: then they start offering you those Mm -hmm. type of possibilities. In the workplace, if you start thinking about it, there are so many opportunities. One is about job crafting. I already mentioned Mm -hmm. it partly. And that's tailoring the roles you offer people to what they want and can do. Yeah, that's often not done because often the starting point is the job profile. Yes, we are looking for this, and we are looking for instead of doing it the other way around. Right? Saying okay, let's not take jobs. That's another episode we we discussed that. Eh? Let's look at roles. What are the skills you need for that role? And then we are looking for people who fit in those profiles. That's personalization. Yes, learning in the flow of work. Another example yeah, is also definitely. not offering people and this is what you get in term of learning solutions no you first start looking at the way people are behaving how are they doing specific tasks yes how are they doing it and is there room for improvement and then offering a personalized solution that fits with the development needs of mm. that person
0: yeah yeah I saw one recently where it was it was Spotify actually yeah. and they created five sort of types of it was it was benefits but it was also a bit of reward and it was linked into sort of preferences and career stages so for example someone might want to take cash rather than equity at certain stages in their career or they might want you know gym membership over pension so it was and I know they sound fairly obvious but it was quite interesting that they had crafted five different distinct types and then throughout your career you could choose which one you wanted to be and at different stages. And for me, that really kind of reflected uh, having thought about different persona groups in their sort of environment.
1: Yeah, and that's the scale. eh? So personas is somewhere in the middle. So Mm -hmm. one size fits all, everybody gets the same. Personas is basically segmentation. Okay, we try to cluster groups of people so that we don't have to treat everybody as an individual, personalization, real personalization. You could say hyper-personalization is one step ahead of that. say, well, we don't work with personas and segments. We're trying to come as close as possible to you. And it's an evolution. So personas is better than one size fits all, but it's an evolution.
0: What you're talking about is closer to social media, really, where where they're kind of tapping into data, tapping into tagging, tapping into getting bits of information from the person to then create the experience based on their whole preference.
1: And we can learn a lot from marketing because there it's happening Mm -hmm. all the time. So my supermarket, that's Albert Heijn, the bonus card, they are tracking what I'm doing My buying behavior, they feed my buying behavior in their machine and then say, okay, with this buying behavior, can we predict what Tom likes and what Tom doesn't like? Also comparing my buying behavior with other people saying, well, Mm -hmm. people who buy this might also buy that and et cetera. We we know Mm -hmm. the drill, but they don't treat me as they did in the past. They don't say Tom lives in the suburbs, is 60 plus years, has some money to spend. So now we know what he wants. No, no, no. They are actually yeah. using the, my data to tailor yeah. their offering.
0: So a few people have challenged me on the need to personalise the employee experience with the sort of threat that it goes against efficiency. So often they say, oh, well, it's it's all well and good if you're a small startup and you only have a few, um, you know, few hundred people. But once you're a large organization and you have thousands of people, uh, personalization goes against efficiency because the idea of a one size fits all is much easier to scale. What's your thoughts around that?
1: Yeah, I think it's two different dimensions. So one dimension is the personalization scale from one size fits all to real hyper-personalization. And other is scalability. So to what extent can we scale up? So if we have to talk to everybody, it might be too complicated. So you have to find, and that's reconciliation, how can we do hyper-personalization and have great scalability? Mm. And of course, technology can help a lot there. Because with the help of technology, we can move into that segment. So that's one thing. So it's two different dimensions. Another is that you can imagine that, especially in larger organizations, you have more opportunities. For example, we talked about job crafting. Well, in a small organization, you don't have many options. But in big organizations, you have numerous options. So tailoring the individual wishes, needs, capability of people to what you have to offer is a lot more possible. So I yeah. would say that in large organizations, it's more possible. An other element is that it also conflicts sometimes with the need of HR to have things honest and fair and, and it should be, yes. it's yes. not fair if some people get an opportunity and other people don't get it. Yeah. So that also does not help because personally, I say, everybody gets something different in the mm. end.
0: Yes. Well, I think you've got to just check in about the equity of the opportunity itself and the process, um, not the personalization. The personalization should be based on your, yeah. your yeah. actual preferences and needs. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit more complex.
1: It's a lot easier to do one-size-fits-all.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but is one-size-fits-all fair?
1: Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, personalization is not the goal in itself. Why do you do it? Mm-hmm. You do it to better use the potential of people, Mm -hmm. also to become more efficient in a a way. Employee engagement and employee commitment will go up because people feel a lot more valued and they feel really listened to.
0: Yeah, definitely. Great, thanks, Tom. Let's take that into our practical tip. So a great first step towards personalization is to get to know our people and to empathize with their needs and preferences and a great way to do this is to use personas personas is essentially a template that helps you bring your people to life so they capture a name a face characteristics needs and goals and in particular pain points so what might this person need from the process or the solution that you're designing Often four to six personas is a great starting point to represent a diverse mix of employees and stakeholders and go and test them with real people, really make sure they reflect the diversity of your workforce. Many teams we work with actually have a collection of personas that they use on an ongoing basis. So they always test the designs that they have or the new ideas against these personas to make sure they're really representing the different employee and segments and profiles of their people. So go out, grab a template. You can go onto the PXO website to learn more and try out using personas. This is Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom. If you found this discussion valuable, please subscribe. Have a great day.